yo, yo. Check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Today we're talking about rheumatic fever and rheumatic heart disease, both recognized by the Department of Health between the 1st and the 7th of August 2023. Here to tell us more about that and, of course, how it can be preventable and what we should know about it, a clinic practitioner at Diskim at Ernst von Rendsburg. Welcome to Good Up FM, Ernst. So good to be able to chat to you today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to be chatting to you today. And maybe you can uh, shed more light on the situation for us. What is rheumatic fever and how does one get it? Perfect. Thank you. So um, rheumatic fever is an inflammatory disease that is really not getting enough um, attention in South Africa. Um, It normally starts with a streptococcus infection. We we talk about a strep throat. Streptococcus is a bacteria that can cause a disease called strep throat or scarlet fever. And um, strep throat is actually extremely common in South Africa. But what, what then ultimately can cause rheumatic fever is if the strep throat or the, um, or the, the scarlet fever is not treated in time with antibiotics. So because it's a bacteria, it can effectively be treated with um, antibiotics. But if it's left untreated, it can, um, it, it can cause rheumatic fever two to four weeks after the strep throat or scarlet fever infection. Ernst, who, um, so, oh, sorry, I was going to ask you, who is at risk of getting a strep fever and then rheumatic fever? So we typically see that, um, that, that children between the ages of 5 and 15 are most at risk, but it can definitely target um, children below the age of 5 and um, adults and teenagers over the age of 15 also. So it's not set in stone that only those individuals are or can be affected. It can effectively um, target anyone. And how is rheumatic fever treated? So after a child or an adult um, had been the strep throat infection and it two to four weeks later um, started to to cause um, rheumatic fever, it is a symptomatic approach. So because um, rheumatic fever causes swollen, very painful joints and muscles, um, treatment looks at preventing the, the or, or rather treating the inflammation in the joints and in the muscles. Because the major concern is that um, the heart is also a muscle. So this inflammation can target the heart and cause um, rheumatic heart disease later mm. in life. So we, we ultimately want to, to keep the inflammation under control. And um, that's how we ultimately prevent the rheumatic heart disease. Because that was going to be my my next question. How does rheumatic fever cause rheumatic heart disease? How is rheumatic heart disease treated then? Rheumatic heart disease is unfortunately treated. um, There aren't really treatments for it. Many people do need um, need surgery to correct the damage that is caused to um, to the heart. Um, this inflammation is extremely dangerous that rheumatic fever can cause. And also, um, the damage is only diagnosed typically later in life. So it's not something that we pick up immediately. It's only 10 to 20 years later that we usually see that damage was caused by this disease that a person had when they were a, a child or a teenager. So that's why it's, it's, one of the, it's actually a silent disease. It's something that a lot of people have. Um, or a lot of people can potentially develop rheumatic heart disease, but it's really misunderstood um, in South Africa, in Sub-Saharan Africa, where we see a lot of cases annually. 
Yeah, yeah, like you were saying, it is a silent disease um, and due to its dangerous nature, of course, uh, the World Health Organization uh, says that this neglected post-infectious chronic disease continues to claim lives of people globally each year. Ernst, what would your final words of uh, consideration be for people who might notice certain symptoms? What should they be looking out for? And once they notice the symptoms that you're about to tell us about, what is their next step? So it's, it's really two important things that people need to remember. And um, when a child or an adult has a sudden severe throat infection, um, then they take the antibiotics as soon as possible. The infection really starts extremely sudden and it is severe to an extent that um, a person struggles to swallow. They, they then are at very high risk of having um, a, a streptococcus throat infection, strep throat. They need to receive antibiotics as soon as possible. So they need to visit a clinic. They can visit, visit a discipline clinic or they can visit um, um, any clinical doctor that they have access to to receive treatment. And um, if a, a person gets recurring throat infection, then they will also need to visit the healthcare provider because then, then they might also um, be at very high risk of developing rheumatic fever. If a person has been um, has been diagnosed with rheumatic fever in the past, so this is very important also, if they are known to have had um, rheumatic fever, then they need to inform their healthcare provider next time when they might have an infection because any infections that might develop after a previous or past um, rheumatic fever infection might actually also worsen or increase the chances of developing heart disease. Well, Ernst, thank you so much for uh, enlightening us about rheumatic fever and rheumatic heart disease as well, strep throat too. We do appreciate all of your time and, of course, hope to be able to chat to you sometime in the future again. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure. Clinic practitioner at Diskim, Ernst von Rendsburg, talking to us about rheumatic fever known as RF and rheumatic heart disease. Um, it's recognized by the Department of Heart of Health rather between the 1st and the 7th of August. And uh, despite it being preventable, as Ernst said, rheumatic fever is also known as one of the silent killer diseases due to its dangerous nature. According to a recent report from the World Health Organization, This neglected post-infectious chronic disease continues to claim lives of around 288,000 people globally each year. It's all you need.